It's no coincidence that the great medieval sites of Europe lie along the important trading routes, like the Rhine. It took big money to build the structures that we travelers would marvel at centuries later. Since ancient times, the Rhine has been one of the world's busiest rivers and this region's major trading route. Today, there's a steady flow of barges with thousand-ton loads, while busy train tracks and highways line both banks, all under the watchful eye of once mighty castles. Many of the castles were robber baron castles, extortion stops built by petty princes and two-bit rulers back when there were 350 independent little states in what is today Germany. The ship-shaped false castle, actually built midstream, effectively taxed river traffic. Its town grew rich as the castle raised its heavy chains across the river when boats came and lowered them only when the merchants had paid their duty. Along this stretch, there were custom stops like this about every six miles. No wonder merchants were early supporters of the creation of larger nation states. In the Middle Ages, emperors, popes, and these little princes were jockeying for power around Europe. In Germany, the emperors controlled the princes. But in the 11th century, the pope established his power over the emperor. This allowed the little German princes to go wild and build all these castles. That's why most of the castles along the Rhine date from this era. A couple hundred years later, as the emperor began reasserting his control over the princes, these castles saw action. While the castles survived these battles, most were destroyed later by the French because they feared a strong Germany and they felt the Rhine was the logical border between the two countries. In the Romantic Age, the late 1800s, medieval things were in vogue and many of the ruins were rebuilt. Today, the Rhine castles are enjoyed as restaurants, hotels, hostels, and museums. And travelers cruise the river just to castle watch. Tour boats come and go about hourly. Various lines each have their own docks and advertise their own schedules. Buying tickets from a kiosk before boarding, tourists can put together their own hop-on and hop-off tours of this most romantic stretch of the Rhine. Rheinfels Castle sits like a dead pit bull above St. Gore. Once the biggest and mightiest castle on the Rhine, Rheinfels rumbles with ghosts from its hard-fought past. While it withstood a siege of 28,000 French troops in 1692, the French finally destroyed it a century later. Today, this hollow but fascinating shell offers your best hands-on ruined castle experience on the river. During the pre-gunpowder glory days of castles, defenses were better than offenses. The best way to beat a castle like this was a long, boring, starve em out siege. Therefore, a castle needed to be well-stocked and self-sufficient. Imagine this courtyard 500 years ago. It had a bakery, pharmacy, herb garden, livestock, a well, even a brewery. During times of peace, a couple hundred people lived here. But during a siege, as many as 4,000 people would pack within these walls, hoping to have enough provisions to outweigh their attackers. In its heyday, these walls, whitewashed and gleaming in the sun, flags flying high, must have exasperated attackers camped outside for so long. 